This is Tether Talk, the podcast where every woman is seen, heard, and known, no matter her status. Here we heal through laughter and tears. Here we hope for better relationships. And here we hold on to truth so we can live and love peacefully. I told you it's a week of celebration. Welcome back, sis. It's your girl, Naomi, Christ follower, communicator, coach, and your host here at Tether Talk. Today's episode, we are going to continue our series. It's a setup, and today is a party. It's a party. It's a party. It's a party. Hey, too much going on. Anyway, we are celebrating you. I am celebrating you. The Lord Jesus Christ is celebrating you. I'm so glad that you are here. Stick with me till the end for a few setups of my own. And just to remind you that if you need some space to vent, we're not going to talk about depressing stuff today, disappointing stuff today. Well, we might reference it, but all that to say, if you need to talk to me, you need a pep talk, you're, you're kind of low today, or you need a new perspective, I'm your girl. Book 30 minutes with me to calm your anxious heart so you can focus on the horizon, on your way to becoming all that God has created you to be. I am so excited for this week and I get it. I get it. I know you are probably like, yo, this is a little premature. Naomi, this is four episodes into the new season. But guess what? There is something to celebrate. In the last couple weeks, you have actually taken a step towards self-examination. When you think about it, we have talked about so much. And I know that I've had a lot to say within the last, what, an hour each? It's been, it's been two hours. It's only been two hours, girl. Come on now. It's been two hours within two weeks. That's not a lot. Not that I think about it. I don't feel bad. (laughs) Because usually I'm like, oh, this is too long. But if you're only getting these episodes once a week, that's literally an hour of this conversation. So I think that's sufficient. Anyway, in the last couple weeks, you have been moving strategically toward self-examination. We've talked about crossroads because we all have them. I'm sure that you have one right now that you're considering. We've talked about priorities and realigning things as, as Christ is the center and everything else revolves around him. We've talked about hindsight, the fact that we don't always see what God is up to, but when we look behind, we're like, yo, I feel you and I realize that it's been a setup the whole time. And last week we talked about disappointment and how to deal with it with God, never ever handling or attempting to handle that thing on your own. And you, my friend, my sister, my soon to be homie, have been participating with me all the way. Your presence here has literally opened you up to taking a step toward peace through self-examination. And that my friend is no small feat. So. In partnering with the Lord and with this series, I know for a fact that God will continue to open your heart and reveal to you over time, give you revelation, give you insight, give you instruction about who you are and who you are becoming. And so for that, I celebrate you. I celebrate you, sis. I do. I am so proud. Round of applause, 100%. <laughs> one of, one, one round of applause. 
I am so proud of you. And it means so much to me that you even take the time to listen because at the end of the day, my heart's desire is truly to speak into and to help uplift you wherever you are, to point you forward, to keep you with your eyes fixed on Christ so that you can know that what's before you is so much better. Doesn't matter what you have brought to this table, okay? Doesn't matter. What matters is that you are coming to the table that has a legit invitation with your name on it. That's real. That's how the Lord sees all his kids, right? Every last one of us, he's preparing for us mansions that we have we, we have no idea what they're going to be, what they're going to look like. But he is making, preparing a pl place for us to go to when we get home, okay? In the meantime, while you are here on this side of heaven, there are specific places that the Lord has ordained your path to go that have rooms, that have houses, rooms, and tables for you to be. And Tether Talk has a table with your name on an invitation right next to a seat okay this is so important to me i i want you to know that and that is why i really hope that you are embracing any bit of newfound awareness that you have it doesn't matter how small it is the fact is you are growing you are learning how to examine yourself you are learning how to celebrate those small victories this is not a small victory. It is the beginning of something so good, but I hope that you are embracing that. So I wanted to read a scripture to you um, and just to touch on it very briefly to kind of segue into what it is that I want to talk about uh, towards the end of the episode and for next week. I'm so excited. Okay. The reason why I wanted to celebrate right after talking about disappointment is because sometimes, even though I do pray that you were encouraged by the word last week, I still want to make sure that we come up out of that place where we feel like, oh my gosh, I've just been reflecting on so much. I'm taking in everything. Oh my goodness, the water, the waves, all the crashing, all the noise, all the darkness, everything. Okay, what am I supposed to take to the Lord? I'm trying to decipher like all of that. That's a lot to process. I get it. It is a lot. And sometimes for myself, there are times where I will process all those things and find myself in the deepest Alice in wonderland rabbit hole or uh flying with uh what's her name dorothy in the the wildest tornado i'm trying to find every other reference <laughs> in my mind right now but at the end of the day it's like no you can you can give yourself time to process grab the gravity of your situation but then you got to get up you have to get up and you have to do what we talked about last week look for that little bit of good which is not nothing. Look for that little bit of good and give God glory for it. So the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 12, I'm going to read a particular uh, passage in a few minutes, but in short, it speaks to us and it gives us a directive. As Christians, we are supposed to respond to people a certain way, right? And one of the things that Paul writes in this letter to the Roman church that is also written for our understanding and for our growth and for our... Um, uh, you know, acclamation to the Christian lifestyle, if you will. He says, 
rejoice with those who rejoice. So I am rejoicing with you. I may not know exactly what it is that you are celebrating right now in this moment. And eventually I will because you will join Talk Plus and I will see you face to face and we will talk about it. But until then, I'm still rejoicing with whatever it is that you're rejoicing in the Lord about or rejoicing for and giving God praise for so long as it is within his will and it's not something that you like tripping about and I ain't going amen nothing. You know, I'm not going, amen, you doing something crazy that you think is good. That's not God's version of good. All that to say, I rejoice with you. And this is just a small part of what we do as sisters, what we are supposed to do for each other. Sometimes we overcomplicate things, but the Holy Spirit knows us so well. Then that's the reason why he empowered and enlightened the Apostle Paul, who was our brother, to write these things out so that we are aware of how to treat each other. And so I want to read that right now. Romans 12, verse 9 through, let me see, 21. Okay. And it reads, let love be without hypocrisy. Detest evil, cling to what is good. Love one another deeply as brothers and sisters. Take the lead in honoring one another. Do not lack diligence in zeal. Be fervent in the spirit, serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope, be patient in affliction, be persistent in prayer. Share with the saints in their needs, pursue hospitality. Bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice, yes, weep with those who weep, indeed. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, instead associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own estimation. Do not repay evil for evil. Give careful thought to do what is honorable in everybody's eyes. If possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Friends, do not avenge yourselves. Instead, leave room for God's wrath because it is written, vengeance belongs to me. I will repay, says the Lord. But if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For in doing so, you will be heaping fiery coals on his head. Do not be conquered by evil, but conquer evil with good. There is so much to be said in this passage, but all I want to say is I have every intention of trying to be the type of Christian who lives this kind of life. It is hard, but that is the purpose of God, the Holy Spirit living within us when we have confessed with our mouth, the Lord Jesus, and believed in our hearts that God raised Jesus from the dead. The Bible says that you will be saved and upon salvation, the Holy Spirit seals you unto the day that you are reconciled with God, the Father in heaven. So that means everything that you go through in this life, you are not going through alone and the Holy Spirit is right there with you to empower you, to teach you, to comfort you, to counsel you, and to give you all that you need to see through your circumstances and to en embrace the day, prepare for tomorrow, but to not be anxious about any anything. This life is hard. We know that. You know that. You know that. It's tough. We talked about this, but it's also a glorious life. It's also a life to celebrate. The fact that you are still alive, sis, and you're listening to me come at you right now with all my excitement and passion is proof that God still has a purpose and a plan for your life. And because he has a purpose and plan for your life and you are still here, why not do the best that you can to learn how to do this thing well? 
learn how to do this thing right. I appreciate the the sub the title of this particular section. It's called Christian ethics. We talk about ethics all the time, right? People are like, oh, it's the ethical thing to do. It's the right thing to do. It's the appropriate thing to do. It's the thing that makes the most sense, right? So if that's the case, why is it so hard for all of us to do that? Why is it so hard for Christians? For the most part, if the world had anything to say about it, they'd be like, yo, you know, those Jesus followers, they're nothing. <laughs> they're no different than we are. They've got their hangups. They've got their issues. All, all which is true. Amen. Yep. Yep. We're sinners saved by grace, you know. Uh, not by our own, our own works, because we will be boasting if we did it on our own, but we are saved by grace through faith. And that is that is it. That said, if that's the truth about who we are, then we need to look a certain way. And the best way to grow in this expectation that the Bible has given us in the book of Romans is to do so within a community of believers, do so within a community of other people who are in pursuit of God's perfection, pursuit of his heart. We and ourselves cannot be perfect. We are on the process or in the process of perfection. We're in the process of perfection, which we call sanctification. That is the holy roller, you know, version of, of what I'm talking about. Really, that's what the word means. Sanctification, being made new, made whole, made perfect. And that is a work that the Holy Spirit does in each and every person. I do know that the reality is you may not be a Christian and that is okay. This community is available to any woman of any denomination, any background, any school of thought, so long as you are a woman. I'm just going to make that clear because your girl don't play with that. All that to say, I love you and you need to be born a woman. That's uh, that right. That That's it. I, like I said, I love you outside of this platform. We people, we can talk, we can chop it up 100. But within this platform, you need to have been born a woman, a daughter of Eve in Jesus name. All that to say, if you don't believe in Jesus, but you are um, a peace, a peaceful person, and you want to be in 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 the community, by all means, come through. We got you. I just need you to know that this is how we going to operate. This is how I intend for the women that come to this community to operate. So, if you sis are willing to live a life of love, if you are willing to detest evil. If you are willing to cling to what is good, if you are willing to love deeply, if you are willing to lead in showing honor, if you are willing to be diligent in what God has called you to do in serving him, if you are willing to be hopeful, if you are willing to be patient when stuff gets really hard, if you are willing to persist in prayer, knowing that that's the way that you communicate with God, if you are willing to share with the other sisters that are a part of this community, if you are willing to be hospitable, if you are willing to bless those who get on your freaking nerves instead of talking smack about them and judging them and cursing them. If you are willing to rejoice with your sister, if you are willing to, to weep, to be alongside, to be a shoulder or an ear for somebody else, if you are willing to live in harmony and not deal with all the drama, if you are willing, if you are willing to not be proud. I had to say that twice because we don't come up in here <laughs> with that haughty spirit. No, ma'am. If you are willing to be humble 
and associate with people who are humble. If you are willing to not assume that you know everything, that's for me too. Just because the Lord has given me this vision doesn't mean that I know everything. It just means that I was the chosen vessel for this particular word or message that God wanted me to share with women in this generation to be connected to truth so they can live peacefully with God themselves and others. And I know that the Holy Spirit is gonna teach me along the way. If you are willing to not repay evil for evil, but to give careful thought to be honorable and to do what is right in everybody's sight. That one is kind of difficult because people are like, okay, well, not everybody agrees on everything. The point of the matter is the, 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 the most appropriate thing to do that makes sense and is honorable. Honorable in the sense that you are, are considering the needs of other people and you are making sure that you are thinking about how they feel. You know, doing unto them as you would have them do unto you, but doing it first. That's what honor is, really. It's about being able to step up first and say like, not because you're trying to be seen, let's make that clear, but your heart of hearts is like, yo, like I see my sister to my right, my sister to my left, and you just wanna do good by her. That's what it's saying, right? Be honorable in everybody's sight. That also means making sure that you have integrity. <laughs> do what's right. So that anybody who looks at your life is like, yo, you know, at the end of the day, that was a really tough situation, but sis held that down. Like she, she held it down. Your enemies will be looking at you like, you know what? I can't even argue with that. I can't even mess with that. I've been in so many situations where I felt like I wanted to just go buck. I wanted to throw hands 100%. I wanted to cut. I have done it before, so don't make it, I don't want to make it seem like I've, <laughs> I've overcome in every moment. But most of the time, my mindset is like, yo, if I do this right now, how is this going to reflect on my character? How are people going to see Christ through this decision? I need to either handle it right now with the most grace and honor that I can or remove myself from the situation. And that's okay. If you are willing to do as far as it depends on you to live at peace with everyone, you're welcome. Okay? If you are willing as much as it depends on you. Look, this is one of my life verses right here. If possible, Romans 12, uh, 18. If possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. I will share my testimony. And actually, you know what? If you go back to OG Tether Talk episodes, you will probably hear me reference this scripture as part of my testimony and how I came to uh, the uh, the decision, my the second decision in my life to, to divorce. And it... <laughs> It rocked me. I can't even talk about it right now, but every time I see the scripture, I'm just like overwhelmed by the grace and the mercy of the Lord. If you are willing to not avenge yourself, but to leave room for God's wrath, this is so good. Sis, are you listening? This is so, so good. This is a setup. This is a setup. If you are willing to not avenge yourself, because I know that you're probably gonna come into this community with a whole bunch of baggage. Every last one of us has it. It just has a different name, different color, different fabric, different uh, brass or like, you know, um, whatever you call it. What, you know, all, my sister's a fashionista. She knows like all the, all the pieces, you know, the brass, the buckles and all that stuff. Everybody's baggage looks different, but everybody comes with baggage. If you are willing to not avenge the people in your life who have done you dirty, who have done you all the way wrong, but you are instead willing to leave God, leave room for God's wrath, you're welcome. Because the truth is, it's not that we don't have anger. It's not that we don't struggle. 
It's not that we're not going through. It's the fact that we can't avenge ourselves. <laughs> we don't have all authority to avenge ourselves. But you know who does have all authority in heaven and on earth? That would be Yahweh. That would be Yeshua. Okay. That would be the Messiah who upon death went into Hades, took the keys of death in Hades, resurrected after three days, ascended into heaven, and is now seated at the right hand of the father, making intercession for you. He's praying for you. That's the God that you want to trust. My friend, that's the God you want to trust. And I can tell you testimony after testimony about how the Lord has shown up for me. And I'm sure that you can recall, if you if you think back on your life, if you reflect on your life, you will forget not the benefits that the Lord has bestowed upon you. You will be able to say, you know what? I remember when. That time when I was just ready to cut and the Lord was like, hold your tongue. And then two weeks later, I saw a homegirl just, just, just get it. And, and that's not to say that we revel in that. We're not rejoicing in that. That's not the type of rejoicing and celebrating we're talking about. Okay, <laughs> But it is good to know that we don't have to fight for ourselves. So if you are willing to not avenge yourself and instead leave room for God's wrath, because it is written, vengeance belongs to the Lord and he will repay. And that means for us too. If you were the one who has been vengeful to somebody else, but you are now repentant, guess what? Repent, sis be healed, be set free from that consequence or obligation to go through the severity of the consequence. God may not relinquish all of that judgment from you, but at least he might lighten the load. At least he might, he not might, he will give you his grace as you go through it. I'm, I'm living in some of my judgment right now. I'm living in some of the consequences of my life right now, but I rejoice, I celebrate, I celebrate because the Lord's mercy has lightened the Lord. I celebrate because the Lord has redeemed some of my memories, those memories that kept me up at night that made me wanna be like, yo, what the heck, right? His mercy, new every morning, has got me through so many days, so many months, so many years, and over two, almost two decades of my life that were filled with grief and distress and disappointment and depression, derailment, feelings of disconnection. He has got me through that. So if you are the avenger, you are the, the, um, the one who has brought about uh, vengeance to people, repent, turn from your wickedness and pursue the heart of God. He will receive you with open arms. I promise you that. And while you are thinking about all the people who have done you dirty, done you wrong, the word of the Lord says in Romans 12, verse 20, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to, to drink. For in doing so, you will be heaping fiery coals on his head or her head. Because <laughs> the drama amongst the women is real. Do not be conquered by evil, but conquer evil with good. All that to say, I'm not saying, and the Bible is not saying to go look for your enemy. It's not saying that. It is saying, instead of seeking vengeance, and the, 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 the expectation or the assumption, really, that's the word I'm looking for. The assumption in this text is that you are still in communication or contact with this person. If this was somebody from kindergarten that you just so happen to remember as you're flipping through the yearbook, from 1980 whatever let that go <laughs> please let that one go but if we're talking about your co-worker 
that got on your last nerve last week, that stole your shine in front of the boss. If we're talking about your sister who you've always been at odds with, if we're talking about that your boyfriend who still doesn't get the fact that he just comes at you wrong the way he talks to you, your parents who aren't supportive, your, um, your children, maybe they're older and they want nothing to do with you, whatever it is. It doesn't matter what that, that version, whatever version of evil is around your life, whatever version of enemy you have in your life, if they are within proximity, yeah, if they are in your face, then find a way. They come to you. Don't worry about being vengeful. Let the Lord handle that. Give room for the Lord's wrath. Instead, hey, yeah, you know, I know we haven't talked in a while. It's been a minute. I've missed you, but boom, 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 boom. <laughs> okay, amen. You do your thing because vengeance is the Lord's. Man, you know what? But dang, I forgot my wallet today. This what? Okay, amen. You give them, you know, you, you buy them a meal. Vengeance is the Lord's. When you do that, that person, because they are human, because they are created by God, and because every single person has a conscience, with the exception of, of a few, a very small percentage may not have, but most people have a conscience. That person, with every act of kindness you show them, the Bible says, you in doing so will be heaping fiery coals on their head. What that means is they will never, ever forget you. That is something to celebrate because sometimes we get to the point in our lives when we get so overwhelmed by what's around us and how people are doing us. And we're like, I wish they knew I did this and I did this. How could they forget that I did this, that I did this? If you want people to remember what you have been in their lives, what value you have added to their lives, be kind to them. That's the word of the Lord. Be kind to them because you don't have to. Let me tell y'all. Uh, let me tell you. I'm saying y'all because in general, I'm just like my sisters. I'm talking about community. But let me tell you, sis. <laughs> you don't have to stand on the corner with a bullhorn telling people how good of a person you are. Reminding people what you've done in their life. Reminding people how much value you've added to their life. I used to be that person who would be like, Lord, but I'm like, really? What? Where? Really? I used to be that person until Romans chapter 12, <laughs> several years ago. I think it was right after college. God was like, look, 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 you ain't got to do all that. Some will sing your praises in the moment and you might hear them, but others really, or I should say rather, most will sing your praises when you're gone. And it sucks, right? It sucks because you want to hear it, but it's reality. How many times have you heard people hear, like people share like the best things about someone um, when they're gone? Man, I wish, and, and we, 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 know the, we know the phrase, give people their flowers now, right? And if you are on the side of giving, on the, on the side of, of blessing somebody for how they've added value to your life, by all means, don't withhold that. Give them their flowers. Thank you so much. Like, I'm so grateful for you. You should be that person. You should appreciate people. You should love people. You should openly bless people and, and thank them. But we don't do it because we want it to be done for us. Even though 
innately human beings, we desire to be appreciated and that's okay. But the Lord said, I got you. And it's so funny, just like he told David, he said, uh, he said, I will, uh, what did he say? I will make your enemies your footstool. <laughs> Come on, Jesus. Yes, I will make, same thing, same thing. I will make your enemies your footstool. They think they're over here. Saul for like 30 years is like coming after David, like hating David, you know, 13 years, I'm sorry. David's on the run, rightful heir to the throne. And the guy who's about to be kicked out of the palace is coming at him, trying to kill him, talking about, nah, this is for me. The Lord's already said, bro, I have, no, mm -mm, you done, you done. So what does David do? He had every right, he could have. He could have taken out Saul. He was the rightful king, but he feared God so much that he was like, you know what? I'd rather be on the run than be wrong with God. I would rather be in these caves, living with the Philistines, with all of my our, our nation's enemies for the sake of keeping my hands clean. I don't want the blood of God's anointed on my hands, so I'm going to run. That's exactly. But then what it, and then and then and for his for his obedience to the Lord and for his fear, his respect of God, respect for God. For that, the Lord blessed him. The Lord blessed him with not only the coronation for his rightful uh, position as king of Israel, God's choice, huh? God's choice, man after God's heart. But the Lord promised him, I will make your enemies your footstool. Everybody who was coming at you from Saul onward, everybody who was coming after you, coming at you, I will make them your footstool. And he did. New Testament, Romans chapter 12, Christian ethics. God is speaking to his sons and his daughters. And he says, but if your enemy is hungry, don't, don't do anything. Don't do anything. Do not avenge for yourself. Instead, leave room for me because I'm good. I set this up. I'm the author of this story. I'm gonna make sure everybody gets what they deserve, especially if they're unrepentant. It's gonna happen. That's a fact. We don't, we, do, we don't rejoice in that because our purpose as, as, as Christians is to go therefore and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey, obey and observe all that God has commanded us and to know that the Lord is with us always. That's our primary mission as ambassadors for the kingdom of heaven. And, <laughs> I almost said however, and we're gonna go through this life with the foolishness, right? Instead of seeking vengeance for ourselves, the Lord says, just like he told David, run. But if you're in the midst, like many times David had opportunities to kill Saul, but he spared his life. The Lord is saying, hey, verse 20, spare, spare the lives of the people around you that are doing you, doing you dirty. Feed them if they're hungry. Give them something to drink if they're thirsty. And, if, and while you do this, as you are doing this, it'll be like fiery coals on their head. And when you're not around and they are sitting in their silence and they're like, mm, I'm so good and I'm so blue, 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 blue. All of a sudden that, that thought of you will go through their mind and they'll be like, dang. Their pride is gonna keep them from apologizing to you, no doubt. But guess what? They won't be able to say a bad thing about you. In their secret place, when they're sitting by themselves, they can't do it. 
it'll be like fiery coals on their head. They'll be thinking about you, thinking about you. They'll be like, oh my gosh, yeah, she was really amazing. She was such a good friend. I can't believe I missed that. I can't, until they repent. That's the only freedom. That's it. And then don't be conquered by evil. Don't let this world trip you out. And that's what we're that's what we're fighting for this week. We are rejoicing. We are celebrating. We are overcoming evil with good. We are looking at our lives and our circumstances and the life of our sister next to us, in front of us, behind us. And we're saying, yo, focus. Hello, sisters. Hello, ladies. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's focus. Let's overcome all the evil with good. Let's be, let's be family. Let's come alongside each other. This is the point of the community that we're building together. It's a place for you to be free to live. It's a place for you to be free to be, for you to be raw, for you to be real, and for you to be ready to become the woman that God has ordained. That's what this is about. So with all that being said, let me introduce you to Tether Mission. I know it's 30 minutes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take like literally five minutes and I'm done. Tether Mission is <laughs> the spiritual baby of my womb, honestly. This is the ministry that the Lord has been growing in me for years and years and years. And I did not know that it would look like this. It would be birthed in this way but god knew from the very beginning it was just my responsibility to nourish it to make sure i stayed true to the word and to continue like i'm not saying that i'm done with this this is this is the way that the baby survives this is the way that this becomes a full-grown fully complete mission that god has given right to continue supping on the word of god as living water eating the word of God, being nourished by the word of God as bread of life, surrounding myself with godly community and people who are pursuing the heart of God, and then sitting with the, the Lord in the stillness and gleaning from him, communing with him, praying to him, listening to him to hear what he has for me and what he would have me to do step by step with this ministry. We are Tether Mission is a teaching and compassion ministry. The teaching side of this ministry is helping women stay connected to truth so they can live peacefully. You're gonna hear that all the time. Tether means to be tied. And that's the goal for us to be so connected to the truth of God, no matter what her truth is, your truth is, their truth is, my truth is, no, no, no. All that bows down to the truth, the word of God, Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, and the life. And we do this so that we can live at peace with God, our creator, with ourselves, with responsibility to ourselves and others, with the service that God has called us to do in the midst of, of our communities and our families and in the world. The compassionate side of this ministry is helping first-year divorcees find peace so they can do life brave. This is, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm gonna love this so much. It's being built right now, 2024 by God's grace. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. But because of my own testimony with 12 years, bleeding heart, broken heart, two fractured marriages, right? 
I am twice divorced, made that decision two different times for different reasons, right? In my opinion, they were biblical reasons and I believe the Lord uh, validated those reasons. And for that person who's out there, who's like, well, how do you know? Look, the mercy and the grace of God in Jesus name. Like My hands are up in this closet, like Lord Jesus, please just don't hold my words against me, but for real, for real trusting and believing that all that disappointment the Lord is taking and he has poured into and he's given strength for and he's bringing it out and he is allowing what was disappointed disappointment to be revealed as something beautiful that he has dressed in glory like I talked about last week and that is what the compassion aspect of this ministry is where I will be serving first-year divorcees those women who have just come out of a divorce in their first year, I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna help you find peace so you can do this life the way that you were called to, to do it bravely. That is what this ministry is about. I wanted you to know that, to understand it clearly and to prepare for week four. (laughs) Prepare for the next episode of this season because we're gonna talk about the setup behind Tether Mission and my heart for you as part of the Tether Talk Sisterhood. I really, really hope that you have been blessed, that you are excited, that you are willing to come alongside me to grow together in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ or to grow in understanding of who God is, to be willing to rub against some tension because it might happen. It's going to happen. What am I talking about? Might. It is going to happen. Rub against some tension just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But it's going to be okay because that's what happens with refining. It's the rubbing. It's picking up that raw material and just buffing, buffing, buffing until it shines. And that's what we're going to do. This is my calling for the rest of my life. Should the Lord allow me, you know, any more days. Honestly, I believe that I will live a long life. I trust that. But for the rest of my days, I'm very clear about what God has called me to do, and it is to serve you. So if you are a woman who is just ready to to learn all that you can about the Lord and to do so in community, Tether Mission is for you. If you are a first-year divorcee or a divorcee in general, and you, you still want to be encouraged, by all means, Tether Mission is for you. My service will be specifically to those who are first-year divorcees, but sis, come through. 100%, you are welcome. There is a place at this table with an invitation, a name place, or like a name card, name place, whatever you would call it, next to a chair and has your name on it. I'm excited. I'm ready. Come back next week because I'm going to go deep. I'm going to talk about where this is all coming from, the setup behind the scenes about this sisterhood. And I'm so excited to share it with you. I bless you. Have an amazing weekend. And I will talk to you soon. Until next time. Hey, my friend, before you go, I'm so glad you pressed play today. Don't forget to follow, share, and rate this podcast. If you're enjoying Tether Talk, why not join Talk Plus? It's the more of this podcast, and it's just for women. We'll recap episodes, discuss those difficult questions, encourage one another, and share some invaluable FaceTime. 
because it's time to add to your podcast experience. So join Talk Plus today. Now, if you're a divorcee, I have something special for you. It's a gift called Tether Tuesday, and it's the next step of your journey to peace and purpose. This one is from my heart straight to yours as a reminder that from now on, Tuesdays are for divorcees. For my truth-seeking sister or brother, join me live on most Friday nights where I'll continue the OG Tether Talk conversation on choices, culture, and Christian character. Let's talk about life, y'all, and let's do it with truth. Don't forget to book 30 with me to calm your anxious heart so you can focus on the horizon on your way to becoming. Links for all these opportunities are in the show notes. Thanks again for listening. And as always, visit tethermission.com for more resources to help you stay connected to truth so you can live peacefully.